Hello, everyone, and welcome back to OK Yup, or welcome if it's your first time joining me. So, this has quite been quite the interesting couple of weeks. Let me tell you why it's been so long since I put the last podcast out. Um, that is because last week I had published this episode um, all about kind of ghostly encounters and psychics and spiritual experiences and all of that when and I edited it I always listen very intently to my um, episodes before I post them just so make sure I say everything that I want to say and phrase it correctly everything sounded great just how I wanted it to sound and then I got a text from my sister that the episode sounded like I was like caught in a fan and at first I wasn't finding it and then I listened back and it sounds crazy and it's strangely enough when I start talking about the ghost encounters and so I am going to play that so this is going to be kind of a mix of this week and last week I'm going to try my best to edit this and not take out anything too important or try to re-record something so um I it's not gonna be structured like my usual podcast of you know sharing the the thing the positive thing that happened and the international day because I honestly feel so bad that it's been so long but it's I it took a lot of effort to edit everything and take everything out and so at that point I just don't want to redo the intro um especially because now it's just a mix of days and it's I I think you all will forgive me but let me play you first of all If you are someone that's sensitive to maybe some ghostly behaviors or anything that might be a little spooky, maybe skip ahead a little bit. And um, because this is actually a little jarring, the so just remember that I, when I edit it, it sounded normal. I listened to it all the way through, and then when you go back and listen, that's when this is what happens when I start talking about ghost encounters. So here we go. Uh, yeah, I just have the similarity with their differences, and then I started talking about how I always have, I feel like, very, very ghostly or spiritual things that happen to me, and I feel like I'm very open to it, and I don't necessarily see that was a video of it, and can hear me say to my roommate isn't that so crazy and then she says like yes that's so weird um but yeah so I had to remove the whole episode and now edit the whole thing to make it not be possessed by a demon um so it's fitting that I throw this little encounter into this episode considering that's what this episode is about um I also think it's very odd that that this has never been an issue beforehand and now when I do one that's all about spirituality that's when it comes up so let's try to get back to your regular scheduled programming but um sorry for the delay I did not mean for that at all and I hope that this episode lives up to what I wanted it to originally so thank you Okay, so as a little preface, most of these stories, if not all, I've talked about at some point on this podcast, Um, but I haven't really given full details or I've mentioned them in passing or um, 
it's been a while since I've talked about them and some of you have just joined me. So I, I'd like to compile kind of all the experiences or at least all the ones that I can think of in my head that um, in one place. And so, like I said, it's going to be a lot of like psychic and ghost type things. And I also did a whole other podcast on religion and faith, if that's more your cup of tea to listen to rather than more this like spiritual and ghostly side of things. And so I did a religion and faith one, um, I want to say like a year and a half ago, and I'm pretty sure it's just called religion and faith. So uh, please go check that out. That's something that's more your style. Oh, first of all, I'm going to kind of talk about the inspiration for this podcast. So, and let me say, to get the full story of religion and faith and how it's connected to my life, you can go listen to mine, but I'll give a little brief overview. So a few weeks ago, me and my roommate, we went for a walk and we were just talking about our different upbringings, how we were raised and how our lives were different and how kind of religion and spirituality played a role in our lives. So growing up, I grew up pretty, um, not religious. We went like every Sunday. We went very casually on holidays, but it's always been incorporated into my life in some way or another as most kids are raised. Um, I wasn't raised Catholic, but I was raised Christian. And I, around the age of high school, I went through a pretty religious phase. I say all this in my other podcasts about religion and faith. But when I got to college, I kind of had my own little, I don't want to say spiritual awakening, but I also don't want to say unspiritual awakening. But that's when I think I kind of found my own thoughts and views and opinions and questions and experiences with this whole topic. And I'm going to be the most cliche young person and say that I think I am much more spiritual than religious. I love having something to believe in. And I think religion is such a wonderful thing for so many people. And I also think that some people don't do well with religion and it doesn't mean one is right or wrong or good or bad. Just whatever someone chooses to believe in, that's what they choose to believe in and that's what is best for them. So for me personally, I like knowing that there's something I can't quite understand. I like knowing that there's maybe another side. I like having morals and faith and trust and hope in something. And I don't quite understand what it all is. And I think that's the beauty of religion and spirituality is that you can question and you can um, learn more about it. And so in terms of spirituality, I really like putting my faith in something. And that being said, I've always been really open to a lot of spiritual experiences. I very much think mediums are super cool. I think psychics are super cool. Ghost hunting is super cool. Um, growing up, ghosts and the other side and afterlife was a really big part of my upbringing. Um, because my whole dad's side of the family, that was like their jam. And they'd specifically moved to these old houses in New England to um, see if they could have any connection with any ghostly figures or stories or anything like that. Like a lot of kids, when they grew up going to their grandparents' house, they would maybe go to, I don't know, a movie or go shopping. 
But my vivid memories are going on ghost tours and ghost hunts and going to um, like haunted hotels and then coming back and playing with a Ouija board with my grandparents. Like, And I never thought of it as weird or as unusual until now. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's definitely not how a lot of people um, spent time with their grandparents. But I think it was so cool and it really opened my eyes to different perspectives and a lot of times I would be really nervous about these things, but I never felt nervous sleeping in. They were only in one of the houses when I was born, but I never felt nervous sleeping in that old house, um, regardless of the stories that were told or the encounters that how the, the encounters that people might have had in the house. And so I really, I highly recommend looking at that pot or listening to that podcast because it's really cool to hear the stories from my grandparents' point of view and just their the reason for them moving all the time and um, their specific encounters because they have a lot more than me and it's really cool to hear about. Um, and so that's always been a big part of my upbringing. We'd go to this this one hotel in Massachusetts. We'd go all the time and we'd eat dinner and someone would come and tell us like the different stories of stuff that had happened at the hotel. Um, we'd go one time I remember we missed a ghost tour and I was so nervous. I was like, oh, darn it. <laughs> we can't go. And when we played the, with the Ouija board, I was always asking it questions. And I'm sure that my grandmother was the one moving it because she put her hands on my hands when we do it. Um, but I'd ask like stupid questions like, does so-and-so have a crush on me? Um, and so and I, I'm pretty sure they sold that house when I was – I don't know, 13, 14. And so there's a lot of history on that side of the family when it comes to um, ghosts and all of that. And so I've always been really open to it. And I think more so, especially my sister, she's had that connection with my grandparents, specifically my grandfather, even more than me, because she's always been so interested in it. I think because when we were staying with them in, like when if we'd ever sleep over just for funsies, um, we stayed in their old house and went on these ghost things. She was a little bit older and could understand and could fully immerse herself into the experiences when I was a little bit more like scared or just didn't really quite understand. And so um, just to re just to kind of preface this, that it's always been a big part of my life. Um, so I've last year at a it was in the spring at some point. I was having really bizarre, I would call ghost encounter, but people could say I, I was just sleep deprived or imagining things or whatever. So there was, there was a couple of encounters. And so I go to a school, it's a Catholic school and there's always like, you know, stories of the nuns and what's going on and of course last year when I had these encounters I was living in the like a notoriously haunted dorm and so um the first time that this happened so we were playing like an assassin game like a water squirt game where you have a person you have to squirt them and you get them out and it goes until there's a winner we we're playing that with my team and so at this point I was still in a communal bathroom and so I remember going to the bathroom and I was in the stall and I was kind of just like looking at the stall like where the crack in the door is and under the 
um, like under the door where the space is. And I saw someone come in and it was like someone like wearing black pants, black shoes, and almost like a black trench coat and kind of just like shuffling past the door. And I was like, oh my gosh, darn it. Like my assassin person's here. They're going to wait for me to come out and then get me. Um, so I waited for a few minutes and I was like, okay, let's see if they leave. And I, I really thought that this was an assassin person because that sounds so scary when I say it like that, but I, I thought it was someone from my team because there was no door close of a stall after they passed by me. There was no shower getting started. There was no curtain. Like after they passed by me, that was it. There was no other sounds or anything. And so I'm like, you know what? It's fine. It's a stupid game. I'll just get squirted with water and whatever. So I leave the stall and I'm kind of just waiting. I'm washing my hands. I'm like, okay, no one's here. And then I'm like, okay, what was that? So I go back to my stall and I walk past to all the other stalls. No one's in them. I look in all the, I look towards the showers and all the shower curtains are pulled open. There's no one there. And I even go, there's, you know how it all like college communal bathrooms there's like the one gross tub in like kind of the hidden back corner of the bathroom like I even looked back there no one was in there and so I saw this figure so vividly it was I don't know I always the way I saw it was more of like a man in dark clothing and a dark trench coat but when I was explaining it to my roommate she was like hmm sounds like a nun because she was thinking of like the black robe and everything um so after that happened, I was like, okay, that was bizarre. And so a couple days later, I was on my bed and I was kind of just like laying face in my my bed face the window. And next to the window was where my roommate always kept her laundry and always like piled up and was really tall. So um, I looked over in the corner where the, her laundry was and I saw it piled up, but it was like, again, really dark, like, it was just really dark and really tall, like, a lot more dark and tall than usual, and then I looked a little bit more, and there was no laundry, and it was just, it was that same figure that I saw um, in the bathroom a few days prior, and then the last encounter I had with this, I like to say ghostly figure, was... I was in a show last spring and uh, the theater we were practicing at was there was like these double doors to get in and in each of the doors of the double doors it was like a square glass window so you could see um see out into the lobby and so I was kind of looking I was on the stage kind of like zoning out looking at those doors and this was just in rehearsal so like all the lights were on both in the theater in the lobby um it wasn't like it was dark or anything. And I saw that same figure pass through the first of the door, like the first door of the double doors. And I saw it pass through that first glass window. And then it did not come out, like it didn't pass through that second window. And it was the same figure. And so that was definitely, but the thing is, I was never like scared. I never felt like a negative energy or like a haunting or anything from this what I'd like to think is maybe like a ghostly figure or something. Um, and then soon after that, I ended up going home for, not Christmas, um, like summer vacation and it never happened again. But it was very interesting that it started at the, like the first few encounters were 
in the what do you call it in that old building that i was living in and then the last one was in a theater and a lot of times people say theaters are kind of like the most like haunted and ghostly places so a few years ago my sister worked and this actually involves her so it affects me this story is about me indirectly so my sister she worked at this place and one of her clients moms came up to her and was like i'm sensing a lot of energy can i give you a reading my sister was a little bit wary but she's like um okay my sister's pretty into this like psychic stuff medium stuff anything that's about energy reiki it's she's really into that but this reading wasn't really the most pleasant one and so she hesitantly said yes and the woman was like okay do you have a sister who's sick and so my sister was like and this time this was my freshman year of college which is when i was having a really hard time adjusting my anxiety was worse than it had ever been i was suddenly having panic attacks multiple times a week something i'd never encountered and it was all around my mental health wasn't in the best place and my sister was like well she's not sick but she's because the i forget if i said this but the psychic was like is your sister sick and my sister was like well she's not like physically sick but she's not doing well mentally and she was like okay well the reason that is is because in a past life she was in a concentration camp and she has past trauma from that concentration camp and she needs to explore different modes of therapies and also get in contact with your dad in terms of healing right now she's only turning to your mom but she needs to turn to your dad as well my sister's like what (laughs) and she all she said something else what did she also say um oh she then she said that i was a psychic in a past life and so all those are when i say them right now they're very like what and anything that a psychic says i take with a grain of salt but the interesting thing is about these few things that she did say was that i do have little connections to them so for the trauma a concentration camp thing bear with me on this one so and again i know that like especially when people see psychics they after they tell you something it's kind of like oh well maybe this means this because this and like you're trying to find the connections so i know that this might be a reach but i do think it's interesting so my grandmother and my whole mom's side grew up in is from germany and specifically my grandmother sorry my specifically my grandmother grew up in world war ii germany um obviously where there's a lot of concentration camps and internment camps and just from being there she and we had a family member that was sent to one but from being there she has had a lot of she had a lot of trauma from being in world war ii germany and i don't know if any of you are familiar with this but basically when and me and my sister have talked about this a lot when a woman is born she has all of her here's a little bio lesson when a woman is born she has all of her eggs and then when so in those eggs is her children and essentially her grandchildren so any trauma that a grandparent has can be passed a grandmother has can be passed to her granddaughter 
as long as it's all females in the bloodline. So my grandmother is a woman and she gave birth to my mom and my mom gave birth to me and my sister. And so it is interesting that her trauma could have had a role in some of my anxieties and mental health struggles. And the way the psychic said that, it is interesting how that kind of relates. And then the thing about my dad, that was interesting because soon after that encounter, COVID hit and eventually all my friends who went to different colleges moved back, but my school was remote. And so during this time, me and my dad, we were constantly going on hikes and exploring the New Hampshire mountains and hiking the 4,000 footers. And this was a really therapeutic time for me. And I think a really big time of growth and healing because I got to be outdoors. I got to work on myself physically, mentally. And my dad was really the the bridge to that. And although I didn't really, it wasn't in the moment where I was like, oh, I needed to, I should talk to my dad about all my mental health issues. But kind of indirectly, he had a role in a lot of my healing. So that was interesting that I didn't necessarily mean for that to happen, but my dad was the was able to help with a lot of my healing. So that was definitely interesting. And the whole psychic thing, sometimes I joke, but I'm like, well, I was a psychic in a past life. Um, but again, like everyone says, sometimes people, sometimes we can all sense things ahead of time or get a feeling. And so I have that like every other person does, but um that's been really it when it comes to that one. Or so I actually saw a psychic in earlier in the summer of this year. And it was because me and my friends were at a street fair and the psychic was doing readings for $15. And that's pretty cheap. Like even if it's just $15, even if it's complete BS, like it's $15 for at least like a fun experience and just something to something to do. Like and so me and my friend Grace were like, we're doing it. And then our other friends were like, no, we're not doing that. So um, she, everything she said added up pretty much. And I know that like a lot of things you can kind of make connections if you're looking for a connection to make. But like, let me read to you what she's because I kept it in my notes. So she said, the numbers three, nine, and 11 are really important to me. So my sister was born on 9-3, September 3rd. My dad was born on 9-11, September 11th. Um, so that was interesting. Um, she also said I would be successful by age 27. I took that in a job standpoint, which could also add up if I'm in grad school. So I'm going to graduate college when I'm 22. Then I'm going to go to grad school for about three years. Brings me to 25. And then establishing myself in a career. I think that adds up. Um she said they'll be married once and I won't get divorced. So whoever I marry, that's going to be my lifelong partner. So let's hope. Um, she says I'm going to have three kids again. Like that sounds good to me. So let's hope. Um, she said there's a girl in my life who's a sneak. And that's the one thing that I, I never was able to figure out. Um, and then she said don't reopen a door to a past lover. I did not. And so and I'm cruising so that's good um she said i'm going to live past age 85 have a long and healthy life she also said every relationship i've been in i've been the one left hurt and that is true in all of my prior relationships um 
And so, yeah, that that was interesting. And then she said, I am distant from one parent, but going to get closer. And I was like, what? I'm not distant from any of my parents. But then I realized last summer was the first summer I didn't live at home, really. Like, I lived at school for majority of the summer. So I took that more in a physical sense. Like, I was physically um, away from my parents. So all of that was so interesting to me. And um, yeah, so the only thing that I never really was able to figure out was the girl in my life who's a sneak. Um, but I don't know, maybe I just don't figure it out yet. But everything else was pretty spot on. And then my friend also did it, and I'm not gonna share hers, but hers is also pretty accurate aside from the ones of like her marriage and her kids because obviously we can't that stuff's for the future um but yeah so that was and again all those things i take with a grain of salt and it doesn't freak me out because i can either choose to fully be reliant on that information or i can do what i'm doing now and be like oh that's so cool that was a interesting that's interesting that some of the things added up um and just kind of have fun with it that is about it everyone thank you so much for bearing with all of the time that's gone in between this and the editing that's gone into this i know that this podcast probably sounded really jumpy and cut and just like i i apologize they usually don't sound this bad but i did want to keep some of the content in from when i originally recorded this while still trying to make up for the all the parts that were hindered by the demonic presence um and so I hope that it wasn't too distracting, but I still thank you for tuning in and listening. It means a lot. Um, I know for a lot of students, finals are coming up right now and it's a really crazy time, but you're crushing it and you're going to push through and then it's going to be done. For those of you working or doing something else with your life, it's another crazy time of the year, but you're doing great and you're doing amazing. Like always, I'm rooting for all of you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, you know what, now that it is this time, I'll share a positive thing because why not? Um, a positive thing today was definitely hanging out with my roommate all day, as we always do, but we went to a little, um, orchard to get some apples and we just did some homework and kind of hung around really getting ready for finals week. I don't know about you, but when it comes down to finals week, I kind of like it in a way because you don't need to wake up early for classes. Some days you have completely off. You can just kind of study. For me, I don't have practice this week because we can't have practices on during finals. So I'm kind of excited for this week despite finals coming up. I feel prepared for most of them. So let's hope it all goes well. And um, you know what? Why not? Let's do it what the national day is because oh it's international mountain day today that's so fun um and then it's worldwide candle lighting day and then tomorrow december 12th is gingerbread house day wow and tuesdays december 13th is national ice cream day what a good lineup of days (laughs) well i've talked long enough so thank you all so much for listening I'm rooting for all of you, and join me next time on OK Up.